Robeson here. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we talk about spirituality, the awakening process, mental health, and so much more. Join me weekly to get your weekly dose of spirituality and medicine. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited you are here. Man, I can't believe the year's almost over. It's going to be over before the blink of an eye. And it's just crazy. Like once we enter into November, like we get past Halloween, like the year just speeds up. And I want to encourage you, no matter where you're at, no matter what type of year you had, we have the opportunity to not only take advantage of the rest of this year in terms of like closing out the year with peace, with joy, with laughter, with grounding energy that supports us. We also get to celebrate our wins. We get to observe and examine our losses, what challenges we had and what we learned from them. Because when we start observing all these things and looking at them before the end of the year, we get an opportunity to do a few things differently. And I want to encourage you to do a few things differently. If you feel like you've had the worst year ever, one, acknowledge that. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging it. Last year, I will tell you health-wise, I had the hardest, most challenging health-wise year that I've had since I was pregnant. In pregnancy, I don't feel counts it's different, but just like not being pregnant, I hadn't been that sick, physically sick in probably a a decade or more because I got the, you know, the virus that was going around. I got um, bit by a very extremely poisonous spider, brown recluse spider. I got strep. I got all sorts of different things. So health-wise, it was horrendous. I was sick almost every other month, if not every month. Went through a big up-leveling energetically, but I hadn't been that sick and I forgot what it felt like to even be that sick. And so at the end of the year, I had to, one, make peace with, hey, I had an awful year health-wise. What am I going to do to take back control? What am I going to do to find peace with what happened so I don't continue this cycle. And the, the the answer was to get support in a different way than I'd already been getting support. Cause I already tried different support systems and they just weren't working. And I was being my biggest advocate as well. And I think that that's really important in terms of anything. It doesn't matter what area of your life you're in being your biggest advocate, your biggest cheerleader in your life is crucial and super important. And it doesn't matter how blessed your year was, because I know that you've had blessings this year and you've had probably challenges. Challenges make us grow. Challenges add new character. Challenges allow us to reassess, readjust, choose a different path or 
stay on course, have different support. There's many different ways that we're going to do this. But the cool thing is, is we're in this new pocket of window. And that new pocket of window is in terms of numerology, we're entering into the numerology year of eight, which is a huge manifesting year. And so if we get our stuff together at the end of the year, clear out some stuff, work through some stuff, we're going to start taking advantage of the energy that's already being cultivated. It's already sprinkling in the air, waving and weaving its magic through the threads of the tapestry, through the web of life. And we get to take advantage of that, which is super, super, uber duper cool if you ask me. And so one of the things that I highly recommend is one, taking inventory of the end of the year and then deciding what you actually want to cultivate for next year before the end of the year. Because what's going to end up happening is you're going to start to think about these things that you want to cultivate as you're thinking about them, as you're declaring them, as you're setting intentions, the universe starts to pay attention and the universe starts to reorganize its energy to support you in your desires. And so some of the things that are necessary to bring into completion, to let go of, to acknowledge, are going to start coming into your awareness before the end of the year to do those very things so that you can roll in to the new year with a new sense of being, with a new perspective of love, a new way of seeing your reality. And it's just by like going, mm, I'm done with the year. Thank you. I'm grateful. This is what I'm excited about. Here is also some things that I'd like to accomplish before the end of the year. And this is what I want next year. And because spirit does not live on linear time like us, that's why we're already in this pocket of energy of starting to simmer in this beautiful soup of the numerology number eight, we get to start taking advantage of that energy and complete the year. So with that also being said, I want to suggest a few things to do. One, take time to take inventory of the year. What did you like? What did you dislike? What are you going to be an advocate for to change anything that you want to complete before the end of the year? What is that? What are you making peace with? What is it that you want to shift and change next year? Then express gratitude. You are going to write yourself a gratitude love letter. You're going to express gratitude for yourself for showing up. You're going to express gratitude for the people that have assisted you in your life in this chapter, this year. You're going to express gratitude for your health. You're going to express gratitude for your relationships. You're going to express gratitude for the money you've received. You're going to express gratitude for your spirituality. You're going to express gratitude for your um, romantic relationship, for your family. 
you're going to express gratitude for your business or career. If you notice, I'm covering all areas of the life you're going to express gratitude for. I know that some of you might have a hard time expressing gratitude if you've had a rocky relationship or you've been struggling at work or you've been struggling with money. You still want to express gratitude, even if it's for the tiniest, littlest thing, because gratitude raises the frequency. And when you say, I am so grateful, I had money to buy eggs this week for my family, and my family was so nourished and well taken care of. I am so grateful for that, and I know I'm receiving more, and I accept more. It changes the energy of, what am I going to do next week for for food? What am I going to do next week for money? And please note, I am not saying that this solves all problems and that if you're struggling with money and you're struggling to put food on your table, that that's not a, a, a real burden. It's a true real burden. Like it is hard and it is challenging, but you can only control your thoughts, your words, your deeds, your actions. And one, when you can acknowledge how challenging something is and how upset you are, you can then choose to cancel it and move forward from it. And so by canceling and moving forward from it, you're declaring to God, the universe, the divine, that they're going to figure out a way to assist you in accomplishing what it is that you require, what necessities you require to support yourself and your family. And you might have a random stranger come up to you and then announce something, or you might have an amazing opportunity that comes your way just out of the blue because you've been expressing gratitude and gratitude is medicine for the soul. Like intentions are the way that we weave dreams into the universe gratitude is the magic that brings them forward. And so we don't want to skip this step, even if it's so challenging. And I think oftentimes that people think that if I express gratitude, it has to be something like really huge. It has to be like this big win in life. And it doesn't like, I'll tell you, I get more satisfaction out of the littlest, tiniest things in life than, than like, big gigantic wins because that wind is I I'm so grateful for, but it's the little things in life. Like I just ordered some really amazing Ayurvedic oil that I'm super excited to use. And I'm super grateful that I know about this knowledge. Like I was thinking about this last night, like I was like searching for some new Ayurvedic oil and I was wanting some nausea oil for my nose because I'm just an extremely dry person. I'm very Vata and Ayurveda. You have these three different doshas and like you're either air, water, or fire. You can be a mix of both. Well, I am air and I am fire. I'm very much air and I am very dry. And so I was just thinking about last night as I was searching for different oils, like how much I love Ayurvedic oils and how much it supports my body. And I forgot how much I loved it because I haven't used it in several years. And then I, I went down this rabbit hole of gratitude for the teacher that taught me 
this knowledge and brought this knowledge to my attention. And I was so grateful. And so here's the thing, that one little thing can raise your frequency, that one thought of expression of, I am so grateful because I am so grateful for, can shift the lens of love that you see through so quickly. And the more that you express it, the more that your frequency rises as well. So you're going to express gratitude for your year. And then you're going to meditate. And it doesn't have to be long. It could be for five minutes where you just meditate on the year and your gratitude. And you can replay in your mind some of the things that you're grateful for and feel those wonderful feelings that were attached to those experiences. And then let it sit. Once you let it sit, you're going to just set the intention that what is meant to come forward for you to set intentions for, for the new upcoming year will come to you through inspirations, conversations, experiences, dreams, and random thoughts. And when you set that intention, I want you to just let it go off into the universe and then see what happens. It's going to be magnificent because what's going to end up happening is you're going to get this random thought. Ooh, that might be something that I really want to manifest or, Ooh, I'm noticing this pattern. I don't really care for that. I want to change that. Let's set an intention for that. Or you might go, Hmm, I noticed that I'm super grateful for X, Y, Z. And I would love to invite more of that into my life. And so Pay attention to your dreams, pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to your words, pay attention to the people in your life, pay attention to the experiences because you're going to get inspiration for intentions. And when you get those inspirations, literally take out your phone or a pen and a piece of paper and write it down right away. Don't say, I'm going to remember this because chances are you're going to forget. And so you can make a little note in your smartphone or a notebook or have a pen piece of paper in your purse or in your car somewhere where you can make a note right away on some of the things that you would like to set intentions for, for the new year. And also some things that you're noticing that you want to set intentions for or that are bringing forward to your awareness on what you want to complete for the rest of the year as well, because you might get inspiration as well. Like, what? let's complete that project so this can happen. And it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. I want to share one last thing before we hop off, and that is you, you, yes, you, I'm talking to you. You are in control of your reactions. Your reactions determine your reality. Your reality is based on the past. So if there's been reactions that you don't care for, let's say all of a sudden you get super defensive when someone mentions something to you, maybe that's something that you want to work on. Maybe you notice that you're a people pleaser. Maybe setting intention for setting healthy boundaries 
or setting an intention to research how to set up healthy boundaries so that you can start practicing them during the holidays. <laughs> practicing saying no during the holidays can be really helpful. You get to choose your reactions. And those reactions aren't necessarily bad. Sometimes they just don't support your desires. And if they're not supporting your desires, what are they supporting? Because that's a really big question. Because if they're supporting you and keeping you in the same reality, what do you have to change in order to shift out of that? And these are just big things to question, to sit with, to receive support on. Because sometimes we don't know the answer and receiving support is the very thing. And like I said, last year I had a really hard health year. But let me tell you, all throughout the year, I was receiving support. And because I was receiving support, I know that I didn't get as sick as I possibly could because, man, it was hard, like super, super hard year health-wise. And I'm not even like sharing half of what happened, but it was funny. Um, I'll share this in the next episode, but uh, about this, because I actually talked to an astrologer recently and I'm he's going to be on our uh, on one of our soul chats soon. So I'm excited to share and we'll, we'll chat a little bit about that because he did a reading for me and it's so crazy what's in the charts. So anyways, my friends, think big, express gratitude, complete the year, start preparing for that now and set big intentions. You deserve it. Also, Please make sure you like and subscribe. Comment below the video if you're watching this on YouTube. If you had anything that really stuck out to you. Also, if you'd like me to cover a topic, you can email us or you can comment below our YouTube video as well. If you don't know and you're listening to this on any of the streaming podcasts, we also have this on video on YouTube. So, all right, my friends. I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Have an amazing, amazing day. Love you all. Bye.